All right, biohackers, who doesn't love a yummy, creamy whey protein shake? Oh, it is such a treat. And I really love it as a meal replacement, post-workout recovery, maybe even a midday snack. So this is why I have to tell you about Puri Protein Powder. I absolutely love the bourbon vanilla flavor and the chocolate, but I think I got to go with the, the vanilla as my favorite. So it's smooth, it's delicious. And you know what else? It's pretty awesome that the flavors come from real natural ingredients like the bourbon vanilla seeds from Madagascar. And let's talk about quality because there's a lot of junk whey protein on the market that I would not recommend. So the Puree whey protein, it comes from pasture-raised cow's milk with no hormones, no GMOs, and no pesticides. This is because Puree's mission has always been to be the best at offering pure, clean, and superior products that, that support health and well-being. And what I think truly sets them apart is that they are fully transparent with their product testing. Every batch is third-party tested against more than 200 contaminants and certified clean by the Clean Label Projects. Not all brands can say this. Plus, each product contains a QR code so you can personally scan it and review the test results at home. I know you're excited to try it out. So what you're going to do is head on over to puri.com slash biohackerbabes. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash biohackerbabes. And then make sure you use promo code biohackerbabes at checkout to save 20%. All right, let's get back to the show. What we're trying to do is provide environments that allow people to have um, the feeling of being in nature in an urban setting. Hey there, welcome to the Biohacker Babes podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Renee, a certified nutritional consultant with a master's degree in nutrition. What's up? And I'm Lauren, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and Czech movement specialist. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. Our mission is to provide actionable steps so you can optimize your health, strengthen your intuition, and support your body's natural healing abilities. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 213 of the Biohacker Babes. Oh my gosh, we're in the teens and the 200s. Crazy. Uh, my name is Lauren. I am tuning in from New York City and I am joined by my very good friend, also sister. You <laughs> were asked that today. Um, Renee Bates. Hello. Hello. Yes. You and I go way back, as I say. Yeah. I've known How you did a you very long time. Meet? <laughs> yeah. Well, we got the same mom and dad. Yeah. And we're very Lauren, do you remember? It. Lauren, do you remember meeting me the first day? <laughs> My memory is that. not as good as yours, but I'm pretty sure you were crying. <laughs> Probably. I was just born. <laughs> sounds sounds about right. Yeah. So um really fun topic for you guys today. Like a little health adjacent, but when you think about it, it's very, very much integral to health and well-being. We are talking about conscious communities today. And I just think this deserves more and more attention, especially maybe in the biohacking space, because, you know, we went to a conference, we've been going to conferences and that's always the biggest draw, but I don't think in the health and wellness space, we talk enough about how important community is to our health. 
you know, you can dig into the research and the stats about how loneliness and social isolation is really detrimental and leading us towards anxiety, depression, all kinds of poor health, health outcomes, even metabolic dysfunction, cardiovascular risk, all implicated here. So this is a really important topic and we're really excited and I'm selfishly excited because I want to live in one of these communities. So we're going to hear from Brett Kaufman, who is the founder of Gravity. And yeah, they they are starting to build, they have built in Columbus, but they are expanding across the country. And I think this will at least get the conversation going for you all about how we can start to live more consciously and like really, really start to love our lives and our work, like everything that we're doing, just bring it all together and into one piece. Yeah. Selfishly, I want to live there too. So maybe I'll come meet you in Austin or Denver, who knows? But yeah, I feel like we've been talking about this maybe the last couple of years of like how cool it would be to have something like this, but he's, he's built it. He's already built it in Columbus and it's expanding. So it's really exciting. And I, I kind of kept thinking back throughout this episode about like the blue zones, right? Everyone's like, oh, the blue zones, you know, where people live to over a hundred, it's very common. And yes, they eat real food, whole foods, but I think the community is just such a big thing there. They have purpose Mm -hmm. and they have community. And whether that community is just because of where they live or their religion or whatever, but I think like that's an underlying foundation that we all should be incorporating more of for so many reasons. Happiness, health. Yeah. Brett's awesome. Mm -hmm. I I love this conversation. I'm excited. It was it was a little different, like you said, than our normal episode, but just just as important, if not more important. Yeah. I guess some things to get excited about. We get to talk about how art can enhance your health, how living with older generations, having like an elder in your community can be really helpful. Music, even athletics, bringing that all together. So lots of fun stuff to dig into. But let me tell you a little bit more about Brett. Brett Coffin is a speaker, writer, coach, and advisor to founders and startups. Driven by the bigger questions in life, Brett is dedicated to personal transformational work that allows us to live with more mental and physical freedom. He is interested in how we relate to our traumas, both big and small. The experiences in life need to be moved and integrated. Brett believes and an acceptance of life and its terms needs to occur in order to experience flow and the manifestation of our life's own purpose. How do we learn to surrender, let go, and just be with life for what it is and all that is? Brett is also the founder and CEO of Kaufman Development, creator of Gravity, and co-creator of new investment platform dedicated to elevating companies that are dedicated to benefiting humanity. Since founding Kaufman Development in 2010, he's been responsible for 10,000 homes and various commercial projects, all designed to impact the world. We share positively one community at a time. Very excited to share with you all how real estate development can make us all quite healthier. All right. Here we go. All right. Welcome, Brett, to the Biohacker Babes podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, happy to be with you guys. Awesome. Yeah, we're really excited to hear what you're doing. Some really cool stuff. And um, I just want to say, as, as health practitioners, we understand that it's not just about what our clients are doing in their own self-care time. We always talk about like biohacking in a corner is not as valuable as integrating your behaviors into your family life, your community, and even your work life. I think we can be eating the cleanest nutrition and doing all of that. But if we're not connecting, we're missing a huge opportunity. And you have bridged this gap beautifully through your own healing journey and now in your ventures with with gravity. So 
we'd love to hear your story and how you came to learn the importance of conscious living. Yeah, sure. Happy to share that with you. You know, just a little bit of background on me. And, you know, I think it's important because I believe that our lives are really there to serve us so that we can create from that place and and ultimately in service of other people. And so, um, you know, we all come to the work that we do one way or another. In my case, I've sort of been drawn towards um, building community, you know, really from a, an early age and finding that in in different places, you know, most of which, you know, didn't actually make a lot of sense until later in life. But, you know, finding community through uh, music and through art and through athletics and friends and in all kinds of um, places that really were very supportive to me at various stages in my life, um, you know, can think of them really as healing in various, various stages of my life, you know, as, um, you know, a teen, um, and even younger, you know, had my challenges and struggles, you know, divorced family and, um, you know, some chaos and stuff that, you know, lands in the body, you know, as you guys know, can be very traumatic and, and, um, difficult and, uh, you know, that all sort of led me, you know, in a, in a path that, um, you know, had me seeking out, uh, ways to soothe or to feel better, um, and to be connected and to be a part of something that, you know, maybe I was lacking or looking for. And, you know, all of that journey, you know, has really ultimately led me to, um, building communities, the communities that I always um, wanted myself, and um, yeah, that's what we're doing with gravity and and doing you know both in the physical space and virtually. And yeah, I'm happy to to get into all of that with you. Awesome. Yeah, I think maybe we take a step back for some people. Like, what is a conscious community? Maybe some people aren't even really sure what that really means. No, you know, I'm what's sure. That definition to you. Yeah, I'm sure they're not because, you know, it's sort of um, new in a lot of ways, you know, and, and a lot of different language is being used. Um, some people call it intentional, purposeful, um, inspired, you know, we're using the word conscious, um, consciously using that word because, you know, to us, uh, although it sounds sort of maybe woo-woo or aspirational, um, really what it is, it's about curating a community, really consciously thinking about how it is we can build a place for people to live and work and 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 come and visit and and enjoy. Uh, and, and we're really thoughtfully, consciously creating that you know, in a way that hopefully makes a big difference in the in the lives of the people that we're engaging with, in the communities, in the broader cities, ultimately, you know, in an attempt to to make a difference in the world. And so specifically, you know, what that means is starting with the design of the space, you know, creating spaces that are really energetically feeling a way that hopefully makes a difference in people's lives. There's a lot of um, art and um, architecture and design, uh, greenery, uh, open space, light, um, et cetera, music, sound, sense 
that really hopefully automatically just make a difference in how people feel. Uh, and really at the core of it is then the experience that people get the opportunity to have, which includes a tremendous amount of programming, events, um, opportunities p- for people to learn, connect. There's meditation studios, yoga studios. Um, you know, we're, we're, we say gravity in particular is focused on well-being, creative expression, and impact. So what we really want to do is just meet people where they are. It doesn't have to be one thing for all people. Some people will engage through something more spiritual like a meditation practice. Some people might engage through the arts. Some people might engage through entrepreneurship, but just finding a way for people to connect to each other, to connect to maybe something deeper inside of them, to um, just you know help support them on the path of living more consciously. Yeah. That really That's resonates incredible. with what we do, meeting people where they're at. I'm mm-hmm. really curious who your avatar and and market is because I'm like, sign me up. This sounds like yeah. it is for me. But I live in New York City, a place where people often can't get their trash to the trash can. Mm-hmm. I live in a building where there's a beautiful rooftop and greenery. I'm often the only person up there. And somehow yeah. my my presence is not magnetic enough to get other people up there. Like, How do we get people to even desire to live this way? Yeah, I think, you know, listen, we live, I live in Columbus, Ohio, where, you know, gravity's um, based currently. And so, you know, you ask, you can ask the same question, you know, you know, you've got Midwestern people, are they interested in this kind of thing? Is it something that, you know, people gravitate to? And, you know, that's why it's really important that we're trying to just meet people where they are. Um, and, and I think more and more people, thanks to podcasts like yours and others are starting to think about this. They're starting to think about why they're here and how they're living and how they feel and they want to feel good. They want to be happy. They want to do the things, you know, and a lot of them have become very trendy and in a good way, you know, the whole biohacking space is, is changed quite a bit. It's now, um, pretty popular. So, um, you know, we, which is great, you know, we find that, you know, people are willing to get in a cold plunge or sit in a sauna or, um, have some sort of mindfulness practice. Um, people are interested in exploring that part of themselves. And so, you know, we just have to try to find ways for people to put their toe in the water. And, you know, that's why, you know, we're offering so many, uh, such a wide variety of, of offerings. And I think, you know, it, it starts to, you know, build off of um, one thing leads to the next, you know, one person is up on the rooftop and, you know, you can, you can, you know, um, you know, really Select get some momentum some that way. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I'm thinking back to, we were at the biohacking conference a couple months ago and I think Lauren and I would agree our big takeaway was just like the community. Like the tickets are not cheap, but we basically paid that just to go hang out with our community. I mean, the lectures are great too, but it's like in today's day and age, you can listen to all of those speakers on YouTube and podcasts, like you can get the information, but we just wanted to like be with our people and hang out and talk. And yeah, I think like that's just such a missing piece for a lot of people. And I'm actually curious, do you think there's like an ancestral component to this? Like I mean, when you think about like our ancestors, they kind of, they lived, they worked, they, they did everything in community, you know, before people started moving away from each other. 
Do you think, are we trying to get back to what our ancestors had? Maybe with more technology, but. (laughs) Well, yeah, no, that's a great question. Uh, Yes, I do. But I think it like, you know, I could get sort of, you know, pretty spiritual, you know, kind of woo woo with you about this. I mean, I, I believe that our nature is to be one with all things. And that is sort of how we're born into this world and how we've always been born into this world. And this is just my belief system, but I believe that, you know, we come from an energy. Uh, I call it God, but, you know, you call it whatever you want, source or spirit or insert whatever feels right to you that is one. And, and so we want to be connected um, to each other, all coming from that place. So yeah, it's been probably, um, you know, generations and going back, you know, to the beginning of of time that people have had some desire to uh, feel connected. And yeah, I think over time, you know, you lose that, you know, life gets in the way, or maybe certain things have caused us to separate. A lot of people are concerned about technology and kids and they're in their phones. And I actually don't see it that way at all. I think tech is like sort of a gift from God that we actually can, if we use it properly, you know, can actually even be more connected. I mean, look, we're you know, doing this right now. You two are in opposite parts of the country. I'm in a third part of the country. We're, you know, staring at each other, looking into each <laughs> other's eyes, pretty connected, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah I, I think it's really something deep down that that we all desire. And, and, and I think you're right to be in person in a community. And that can be virtual too, but like, to actually live somewhere, to work somewhere, to go to a conference and to be with people is a pretty powerful thing. I agree. And I love that you said that tech can actually be a gift. My inbox has been flooded over the last couple of weeks about how social media is really driving depression, anxiety, even suicide. But I got into this debate with a friend of mine recently that I think actually I think if you use it right, like you said, we can actually be more connected. And I know for myself on social media, I've gained so many opportunities. I've connected with so many other people. So it really is being conscious in the use of it. I'm curious. Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's both, right? I mean, you you can't ignore the fact that it is causing some people to be all those things. And that is something we need to be cognizant of and is is concerning. So it is a matter of like everything really, like how are you being with it? You know, it can be addictive um, just like you know, exercise can be addictive. You know, there's a lot of things, right? Some are more healthy for you than others, but it's really more, you know, how are you choosing to be with it? Yeah, I agree. I'm curious in your own life, how has isolation played or isolation versus connection played a role in your health specifically? Yeah. I mean, I can't say that um, I've felt like a tremendous amount of isolation in my life, but Um, I have found that, you know, being an entrepreneur, um, talking about consciousness in Columbus, Ohio, it can be sort, it can be isolating and finding 
communities. I'm fortunate to also be a part of, you know, many networks full of entrepreneurs and creatives and hackers and people that are thinking and and doing things in this space. And when you are around people that you relate to, that you connect to, that that understand you and that you can support each other, it does totally change how you feel. And so that's a big part of what I'm trying to create. I've been fortunate um, in some ways that I've been able to travel to New York and to LA and to around the world um, to find people and and to use modalities that weren't available here, you know, at my fingertips. Um, but not everybody can do that. And so that's, you know, again, what we're trying to create is a place for people to have access to all the things that hopefully make them feel better, that improve their lives right where they live. Yeah. Access yeah, is I, so important. Yeah. And I think that is a big thing that's missing in the, I would say in the biohacking or wellness space is like a lot of people think biohacking is so expensive and it can be when you have to buy your own cold plunge, your own sauna, your ARX, your Carol bike, like when you buy all these things, but like if we can create these communities or biohacking centers where we can all share the things, we can all get healthier together and save a lot of money. So I'm, I, I guess I'm kind of curious, like for people that don't live in Columbus, Ohio, like what can we do to connect with other people in the, and like meet other people? I actually was at a sound bath journey a couple of weeks ago and I was like, how do I get everyone's phone number that is here right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. stand at the exit. Like, do you want to be my friend? Do you want to be my friend? <laughs> right, right. Oh God, people are finding the back door. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, first of all, we're, we're, you know, hopefully going to be bringing, we have gravity and also our, our greenhouse community, which is really more biohacking focused. Um, we're going to try to scale that and bring those communities across the country. You know, I think that, you know, more specifically to like the hacking piece, you know, and I heard actually Lewis Howes was on my podcast yesterday and he was talking about how, you know, he prefers to do things that are free. And, and, and I think, you know, sometimes we, we miss that, you know, um, everybody can turn on their shower and make it cold. You don't have to have a cold plunge. <laughs> um, you can find nature, you know, you can sit somewhere on a park bench and breathe in the air and, and stop and look at the trees and let that get into you. Um, you know, you can always find a way to move, you know, so, so there's always ways to incorporate things that make you feel better. Um, you don't need money. You don't have to have all, all the tools. They're nice. And some of them, you know, are, are better. Right. But that's for starters, as far as like the connection piece in the community, you know, I, I think that it's, it's, it's more out there and available, um, than, than people might think. And it's, it's kind of like everything else, like raise your hand, you know, um, be vulnerable, ask somebody, you know, on social media, Hey, you know, who's interested in this? Where do I go for that? Does anybody know where there's a sound bath, you know, this week? I mean, I think, you know, if you actually put yourself out there, you raise your hand, you're willing to be vulnerable. People are everywhere and, and interested in, and in being connected. It's a really yeah. good advice. Great. You may be a tough Definitely. one. I'm such an introvert. I'm like, Oh, I'll put myself right. out there. Yeah. Right. But yeah. you know, you're not alone. You know, there's plenty of other introverts out there. I am too, you know, yeah. and um, you just kind of have to take that first step. 
Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So can you explain the gravity project to us and how you're thinking about this kind of globally? And then I would love to hear like, what do the developments in the buildings look like, feel like, what can someone experience when they walk in? Sure. So gravity, like I said, you know, we say it's focused on well-being, creative expression, and impact. And Columbus, which is our first and, and largest project, it's actually the largest conscious community in the world. And it, it currently makes up uh, about 15 acres. There's about seven different buildings, a lot of apartments, office, retail. There's um, event spaces, rooftops, uh, a lot of placemaking. It's filled with art. We just are actually starting a um, what we call an experience park, which is like, imagine like a permanent Burning Man installation, you know, food trucks, live music stages, muralist. We just completed our our first uh, of what will be an annual event called Mural Fest, where we had muralists come in from all over the world. You know, there's, like I said, uh, meditation. We have a transcendental meditation uh, center. So there's, you know, people daily practicing learning meditations. There's, you know, live music stages, um, you know, just events that are happening kind of around the clock, you know, every day. Quarterly, we try to bring in some larger um, speakers, workshops. Uh, we have the podcast where we're bringing in guests to share the content that's happening in the physical space, you know, virtually. So, um, yeah, it continues to expand. Like I said, we now have our greenhouse concept, which is a little bit more hyper focused. We say greenhouse is about um, also well being, but nature and transformation. So, we're, um, you know, building a community within a community. Greenhouse is also a part of the Gravity campus, but it it, it will live uh, independently too. And and that's really for people that are interested in the the kind of um, nature transformation hacking piece of it all. Uh, Gravity is a little bit more eclectic, but um, greenhouses amenities are focused on cold plunges and saunas and treatment rooms. And um, we're doing this tiny habit transformation program. So everybody that lives in the community gets a whoop and, you know, every month they'll work on something specific, you know, hydration, movement, relationships, gratitude, journaling, food, you know, et cetera. So yeah, that's, uh, that's what makes up uh, our community. So cool. So So if you're a resident, if as a resident, do you have access to all of these things or they're kind of like tiered levels of engagement? No, if you're a resident, you have access to all of these things. Uh, And then, you know, some of the events that we do, many of them are also open to the public. So, um, you know, there'll be some private events that are just for residents. And then a lot of, you know, our bigger events, the speakers, et cetera, are really for the broader community as well. And with the Whoop Band, is there someone like specific that helps people with that? Or it's just kind of like... Here you go, figure, look at your data, figure things out. Like, how does that work? Yeah, no. So, um, yeah, each, and that's, you know, uh, specific to the greenhouse community, but each uh, month you get a box and there's sort of instructions on what it is that 
you're going to be working on. And then there's, you know, Facebook groups and we'll do, you know, live events where somebody's coming in and talking about the benefits of whatever it is that we're working on that month, you know, it might be cold therapy. And so you've got somebody that, you know, is there to answer questions, kind of help introduce it to you and then, you know, correspond with you throughout the month. But mostly what we're trying to do is, facilitate the community to engage with each other and dialogue and say, Hey, you know, this worked for me, or I'm struggling here. Or I, you know, heard this, you know, on Huberman or whatever. And, you know, um, that month, the group as a whole is working on something collectively. That's awesome. You wow. gotta get Huberman there and then they'll just all swarm like ants. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Lewis is coming in September and oh, that's a good month. big that's event good. here. And, um, yeah, we've, we've, um, we've talked to Dave Asprey and Ben Hardy and, and James clear and others. So they'll, you know, kind of hopefully all be engaged in one way or another throughout, throughout the year. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. What but love group. to have Huberman. He'd be awesome. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. He's a tough one to get a hold of, but yeah. 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 And actually we just had a podcast with someone and I think maybe down the road, there could be a connection there. He is yeah. building the new company is called resolution, but the idea is, I guess, somewhat making healthcare a little bit more accessible and just improving it for people where like mm-hmm. they would do an annual full body MRI blood test for very, very inexpensive. But he was saying the missing piece is to take that and then have this, con- I think he even used the word conscious community or Lauren, do you remember what he called it? Mm-hmm. And he's like, we need to bridge the gap right. there. And I'm like, well, <laughs> we're going to talk to Brett and see what he's up to. But like, I think that these two things are the future of getting people healthier in America. It's really exciting. Hey, biohackers, are you looking to supercharge your focus, motivation, and mental clarity? Well, look no further because we've got something exciting to share with you today. It's called Blue Canatine by Prescriptions, and it's a game changer for those who want to unlock their full potential. Blue Canatine is a unique cutting-edge supplement that combines four powerful ingredients, methylene blue, caffeine, nicotine, and CBD. This extraordinary blend is designed to support your energy levels, enhance your concentration, and give you the mental clarity and motivation you need to tackle your day head-on. So let's break it down. First up, methylene blue. This powerful compound has been shown to enhance mitochondrial function, helping your cells produce more energy. It's like a jumpstart for your brain and body, keeping you alert and focused. This is also what's responsible for those fun blue tongue photos we post on social media. But don't worry, if you don't want the blue tongue, you can always swallow the trochee instead. Next up, we have caffeine. We all know caffeine is a classic pick-me-up, but combined with the other ingredients in blue canatine, it's like caffeine on steroids without the jitters. Next up, we have nicotine. Now, before you jump to any conclusions, blue canatine uses a very, very low dose of nicotine at just one milligram for an entire trochee. This has been shown to have cognitive enhancing effects, which is one reason why we love taking it before recording a podcast. And finally, we have CBD. This just helps create a sense of balance and relaxation to complement the energy-boosting effects of the other ingredients. And the best part? Blue Canatine is backed by science and carefully crafted to provide consistent, reliable results. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a student, a busy parent, or anyone looking to maximize their productivity, this supplement is here to help you perform at your peak. All right, so you ready to try it yourself? 
head on over to troscriptions.com. Make sure you use promo code biohackerbabes to get an exclusive 10% discount on your purchase. Again, that's troscriptions.com. And I will put the link in the show notes. So go ahead and scroll down to check that out. All right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I've got aging parents. And yeah, you know, I think there is a gap that needs to be filled in, you know, kind of the health aspect of it, um, not just for older people, but in general, and the housing community piece of it. There's, we haven't quite figured out how to match those two things up. And I do think there's a great opportunity. And yeah, I'd love to get connected to to the guest and and see there's an opportunity for us to to help bridge that gap. Yeah, that would be Two pretty awesome. Awesome innovators. Yeah. Uh, something Definitely. you said a couple of minutes ago is just um, sticking in the front of my mind. You mentioned art as a really big component. And as a biohacker, mm. I don't feel like that's super present in the space. We don't talk a lot mm. about how art benefits our health. I'm just mm. kind of curious, like, what does art mean to you? And how do you think that translates into our overall well-being, being mental, even spiritual health? Why is that important? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, you know, when you think about health, oftentimes, I think most people think about it from the standpoint of more medically, you know, and and maybe that extends into nutrition, or maybe it extends into things like mindfulness and meditation practice, or um, now, you know, a lot of the biohacking people now will associate uh, health benefits with with all of those modalities. But, you know, oftentimes I think people don't really give enough credit to other things that really do help in the healing or the feeling and energetic shift. You know, I mean, I think it's pretty well documented that while listening to music, people can pick up their pace if they're running, right? You you feel that. That's an energy that you feel. You know, art, I think, is the same thing. When you look at something, um, you have a feeling towards it. Uh, when you are creating something, there's an energetic relationship there. I, I happen to paint. It's also one of those things we were talking before we started, you know, about playing music. You know, I I do that not for other people but I do that because the energy of it feels really good to me. It feels energizing. I I call that healing. Um, and you know, I think there's a lot of different ways for people to do things that make them feel better, right? Which to me is health and wellness. And so one of the things that you know we've really tried to do in building conscious community and doing with gravity is recognizing that there are barriers mentally and others um, that keep people from even meditating, right? Or, you know, saying yoga is not for me. Well, it might not be for everybody, right? Um, I think everybody could benefit from it, but maybe you'll get something more out of painting or looking at art or listening to music. There's a lot of different ways for people to you know, start that process of, of healing of, of, you know, wellness. Yeah. I think encouraging the personalization is important because I can think of a lot of people in my circle that if I said, do you want to go to an art gallery? They would say, heck no, that sounds boring to me, but like exploring other modalities of art. And you got me inspired when you said, or excited when you said burning man, because Mm -hmm. art is such a big 
part of that journey going into the desert and experiencing that awe that you feel when you look at art, but also knowing that it's temporary because it kind of puts some urgency and really kind of clicks us into the reality of life being not forever, right? Mm -hmm. This like in this physical body, it's finite. And so I think, I think you're right. More people need to find ways to enjoy art and creation in their own way that could bring them joy in the same way that we do exercise, right? Yeah. There's not like one type of exercise that's going to make everyone happy. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, the Burning Man uh, sort of style of art might capture people that otherwise might not be interested in going to a museum or going to a gallery. Right. So that's sort of the fun part of, you know, um, street art, you know, muralist, uh, you know, public art. You can art in general. I mean, it can be anything. Right. And you know, I do think there's an opportunity to create art to, you know, create, you know, a lot of different things that meet people again, where they are and what they're interested in. And, and some people that might not think of themselves as interested in art, you know, look at a Burning Man sculpture and go, wow, that's cool. I like that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So who is this really for? Is it like a conscious community? Would you say for everyone or like, I don't know, yeah. singles that are in their 20s or is it for families with kids? Yeah. Well, you know, um, selfishly, and this is, you know, not great textbook marketing, but um, we say it is for everyone. Um, everyone that's actually interested in being on the journey of life and somehow you know, being connected, collaborating, learning, growing, being inspired, finding passion, sharing passion. I, I don't believe that's specific to any one demographic. Now, who's living in our communities? We don't have a lot of families. You know, we're building multifamily apartments in urban settings. Um, and so that's not naturally going to attract a lot of young children. But do young kids and families come and look at the art and see the sculptures and play in the park and listen to the music and you know, be active and do the things that we're doing, attend the events that that we have. Absolutely. Absolutely. We see a lot of young professionals. We see some empty nesters, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, ultimately, hopefully there's something for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm like thinking about my in-laws, uh, my husband's mom and stepdad, and they, they recently moved out to like middle of nowhere, Arizona, and they're feeling so disconnected. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's causing, I think, some health issues and things. And I'm like, man, I would love to see them in a place like this to have a community. I think that it's just so missing for them. And so I don't know, maybe Arizona, I have to add that to your list, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. I went to school in Arizona, so maybe we'll get out there at some point. But um, oh, okay. yeah, I do think that, that, you know, there is a really important thing for both younger and older people to be together that there's a wisdom in the elder, you know, in, if you go back, you know, in, in generations past elders were, were really held up, you know, highly. uh, And and it was because of their wisdom. And, and I think, you know, that wisdom could be utilized more than it is and that young people could benefit from it. 
And that older people benefit from the enthusiasm and the energy, the drive, the hunger of young people and want to learn and want to, you know, be relevant. And, and yeah, I think there's a lot more that we can be doing to bring those two demographics together and to support each other. I think that's a wonderful idea. I'm just thinking in New York, really in any community I've ever lived in or any neighborhood city I've ever lived in not many elders, but you know, in New York city, if you go up to Washington Heights, maybe you can find an abuela that will kind of take you in, but it's always been my (laughs) dream to like have the grandmother figure around. And, um, I've never been a part of that. So that excites me. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of cultures still have that. Um, like I remember my, my previous, where I lived in Maryland, the townhome next to me, there were three generations living in that townhome, Mm -hmm. but you don't really see that very often anymore. Because people don't. like their space. They want in like I think most people would look at that and go, oh gosh, there's so many people living in there. How awful. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look, you know, some people are gonna want different things. Some people are gonna wanna be on a golf course or in more of a suburban setting. And some people are gonna want the energy of being in a city or being in something more dense. And and that's okay. You know, I think what we're hoping is in building these communities, regardless of where you live, you can come and engage in a way that makes you feel good for some period of time. Uh, there will be some people that love the idea of living you know, in an urban setting, in a dense environment, regardless of how old or what stage of life they're in. And you know, the same is true for something more suburban, less dense, or you know, in more of a nature-inspired environment. But we want people to know there's a place they can go and access all the things that they're interested in, regardless of whether or not they want to live there. Yeah, that's great. And the and the whole nature aspect, it's like kind of this indoor outdoor living space combined. I think that's I love all the greenery. Like it's so it's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think nature is really important and you know, it just acknowledging the realities that not everybody can go and live. You know, Ohio for example is a place that doesn't have mountains or oceans, you know, you can find great places to hike, but you got to drive there. They're not places that you want to live or that have great school districts. So, Mm -hmm. you know, what we're trying to do is provide environments that allow people to have um, the feeling of being in nature in an urban setting. So when you come home, there's an automatic kind of, you know, release uh, that has you connected to something that sounds and smells and looks uh, like you'd find in a, in a, you know, nature setting. So that's built into the architecture of the buildings. Like is the design Mm eco-friendly, I guess, how do you think about the materials that are used and kind of the, the structural piece? Can you believe summer is already over? It always seems to fly by. And I mean, who doesn't love summertime? I feel like it's a great chance to break away from your daily grind. You can enjoy life a little bit more with friends and family. Although all the fun aside, we sometimes are a little bit tempted to fall off our healthy routines, right? In the summer, we have longer days, so we tend to stay up later. We might have more irregular eating habits, maybe a little more indulging on vacations. Hey, it happens to all of us. But as vacation season winds down, it's time to get back on track with our health. 
And I think a great thing to focus on as we transition into the fall season is sleep. Sleep for me is always number one. Of course, eating healthy, exercise, stress management, all of that is helpful too. But I think focusing on sleep is a great way to kick off the season. And just one interesting fact about sleep to mention, drinking more than two servings of alcohol per day for men and more than one serving per day for women can decrease sleep quality by 39.2%. And that is according to the Sleep Foundation survey. And that's not even mentioning all the other maybe indulgent food or late night eating effects. So remember, sleep is the key to your body's rejuvenation and repair process. It controls hunger and weight loss hormones, boosts energy levels, impacts countless other vital functions. Good night sleep will improve your well-being much more than anything else. So this fall, we're focusing on sleep. And that's where something like magnesium can come in. Most of us are not getting enough magnesium in our diet because the soil is depleted. Our food supply is just not providing the magnesium we need. And magnesium is really, really important for falling asleep, staying asleep, and even waking up refreshed. Now, I'm not saying to go to any store and just pick up a magnesium off the shelf. I would recommend... Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. This product specifically contains all seven forms of magnesium, which help with all those processes of sleep that I mentioned. And really, the sleep benefits are remarkable. Once your sleep is optimized, you'll find it's easier to tackle everything else when it comes to your health, right? You have more energy to go to the gym, more energy to cook, go grocery shopping, all those things. So trust me, it's a game changer. All right. So visit magbreakthrough.com biohackerbabes and you can save 10% with code biohackerbabes10. The special offer is only available at magbreakthrough.com slash biohackerbabes. And I will put that link in the show notes. So go ahead and scroll down. All right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, we we, we attempt to you know be mindful of the sustainability of everything that we're doing. It's certainly built into the look and the feel and the design. We have built projects that are well-fit, that are um, designated, LEED certified. So we are constantly striving to uh, you know, hit those sustainable categories. It's difficult. It's it's expensive and sometimes hard to make it all work. So, you know, it's not all perfect yet, but you know, there's more of a focus on the uh, feeling that people are having, the 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 wellness side of things that they can actually come in and connect to something that that shifts their life, that improves their life, that hopefully allows them to again go out and you know be better and make the world a better place. Yeah, I love that. I, love I want that in New message. York. So I have, you know, yeah. my sanctuary here, but it's like, oh, once I step out that door, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. what's the vision for the next five, 10 years for gravity? Well, it's continued to expand. Like I said, you know, we're going to get into other markets. So, you know, locally, we're just getting ready to start another phase, but we're going to also expand uh, to Austin, um, Denver, Salt Lake City, uh, Miami, a handful of markets, um, and bring gravity and greenhouse to both of those markets. And, you know, we're continuing to grow our, our virtual community through the podcast. And I've got a book that'll be coming out hopefully, uh, beginning next year and just trying to, you know, continue to educate and inspire and connect and, um, you know, find ways to be of service to other people. Congrats Mm. on the book. Keep us posted. I will. I will. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah. That's exciting. Well, Brett, I feel like you've also done so much 
I want to say like personal work. I mean, I've listened to your podcast. You're just, you're just an awesome person. I could just tell, but um, I'm curious, like, do you have any advice to our listeners? And it can be outside of health and wellness. Just how do we, how do we make our lives better and be happier and give back to this amazing planet we're on? It's kind of a big question, but yeah, it is. I mean, listen, there's so many things that I have done or do that have really made a difference in my life. And, you know, I think that each person needs to find the things that they enjoy doing that make them ultimately feel better. They might be hard. It might be difficult. I mean, every time I get in the cold plunge, I dread it. You know, I've never once got in and thought, wow, this is lovely, you know, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, so you're human. Hard, <laughs> right. It's a challenge, you know, all of it, but embracing that. And ultimately, at the end of the day, like finding the things that really give you energy. And, and I know that's broad, but really, I think that's what's most important. You know, when you think back on your life, think back on the things that were fun that were enjoyable, that made you feel better. And, and think about those things uh, as, a, as an important data point for, for how you can lean into them and do more of them, both personally and professionally. You know, For me, I get to bring all the things that I love about life into my work. And my life continues to inform my work. And they're not separate. Um, it doesn't mean they're not hard, right? But like every time I do something for myself, the fact that we're building communities that have transcendental meditation centers and art and music and um, all these modalities, these are all things that I just personally love in my own life. And I figured if if I love them, so do other people. So why not build communities around them. And and that's just, you know, an example of how I've chosen to use my life to inform my work and to create. And I think we can all do that, you know, really look at life from the standpoint of um, having the ability to use it to create anything. Mm. Yeah. I think like bridging this gap of like life and work, like I think, in America, it's so like, I, I do this for a living and then I go live my life. Like it's such a separate thing. And I remember I heard a motivational speaker talk once, I think she lived in like Portugal or Spain for a year. And she says, you don't ever ask people over there, like what you do for work. Mm-hmm. Like, but in America, it's like, hi, I'm Renee. You know, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do this for work. It's like, wh- why, you know, in America, we're so focused on that. So it's like, mm-hmm. how can we work and live in sync. It's, I don't know. It's yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the, the thing is, is when you think about it, um, we spend so much of our lives working. And so yeah. if you really, if you really <laughs> kind of take a step back and, and you think, well, okay, you know, if that's true and, and, and maybe, you know, to some extent it's unavoidable, um, then, then how do I want to work? What do I want to do? You know, if that's going to be a portion of my life, maybe a big portion of my life, then how do I want to spend my time doing that? You know, um, this is something I have to remind myself about, you know, uh, frequently, but at the end of the day, like nobody really 
cares about the things that that you worry about as much as you worry about them, you know, yeah. and you know, <laughs> yeah. and what you're doing with your work, right? Like in the big scheme of things, right? It's it's a very small part of it all. And so why not? Why not just do something that you love? You know, why not just go have fun and create something that's inspiring and hopefully makes a difference in people's lives? Like, why not spend your life doing that? You know, to me, it's it's pretty fulfilling to know that, you know, what we're creating is something that, you know, hopefully makes a difference in people's lives. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing mission. That's definitely why Renee and I got into health and biohacking. It's because mm-hmm. we, we like live and breathe it. But of course, there are nights sometimes if I can't sleep because I'm stressed about my work that I, I, you know, you go, oh man, I wish I could just kind of put it down. But it's so important yeah, that we're oh, doing is. this. And so <laughs> there, I think there is like a little bit of compromise sometimes, but worth it is my point. No doubt. I, I just had an artist who painted a beautiful mural at Gravity on my podcast, Adele. And, you know, she, she said 50% of the time she's on the wall. Um, she hates being an artist. She wow. wouldn't do anything else. She, she can't ever imagine doing anything else. That other half is so fulfilling. She loves it. It's who she is, but it's hard, you know, being on a lift with the sun coming down, you know, hours and hours, hoping you can make your deadlines, you know, can be hard, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much anything can be hard. Um, and uh, if it's gonna be hard, you might as well love that other half. And so, you know, what you guys do, you love it. You know, you're together, um, you get to be together, you get to talk about things that you care about, uh, you get to meet interesting people and learn from each other. It's a great way to spend your time. And if you can monetize it and create a life for yourself, um, why not? You know, that's that's perfect to me. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All of that. <laughs> that is why we do the podcast. It, it's yeah. a lot of work. It's yeah. I think some people think we just show up and hit record, but there's a lot of prep time. There's a lot of editing time. You know, it's a lot, but we, yeah. we love it. Yeah. And like you yeah. said, we get to talk to amazing people all around the world like you. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fun. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the same thing you were going to say. Sometimes we just say we're almost twins. (laughs) We are always on the same wavelength. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) We were going to say, Brett, thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom with us today. We usually will wrap with the final question, which is, can you share one piece of advice with our audience? I think you actually already shared some great advice about how to consciously live. So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll kind of put a more specific question on you. If someone is not enjoying the life and the work that they're doing, what can they do today to start loving that a little bit more? Mm, That's a great question. Um, You know, a few things come to mind right away. You know, one of them is, is just share that with somebody, you know, just start by sharing the fact that you're not happy doing what you're doing. The other is really a tool that I go back to um, for people all all the time, which is write out a list. I call it the love to list. Write out a list of all the things you love to do. And when you're done doing it, expand it and keep expanding it over and over again until you just can't. And then start to look at it and think, is there something there that I could possibly do 
for my work. And, and to me, you know, that's sort of how I landed in building conscious communities. I love design. I love architecture. I love building things in the physical space. Um, I also loved wellness and art and music and, you know, a lot else. And I saw it in that list and it was like, you know, jumping off the page to me, like build these communities. So, you know, I think it's just a good place to start. Talk to somebody, you know, think think about it simply, think about the things that you just love to do and see if there's a way for you to just put a toe in the water and making them your work. And, you know, I think it's important just to highlight that, you know, it it can be hard, all of it. And so, you know, you might just need a mindset, mindset shift of where you are. You know, you might need to try to reframe the, you know, I have to do this to I get to do this. You know, sometimes it's just that simple. Um, a lot of times it's not, but yeah, mindset, I think is pretty powerful. Great advice. Thank you for that. Yeah. 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 Thank love, you guys. It's looks. been great to to be with you and thanks for what you're doing and glad to be a part of it. Yeah. Hopefully we can hang out in person and Austin or wherever one day. Yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Come to gravity. Let's uh let's do a an event together. It'd be fun. Yes, we'll love that. Oh yeah. in the All meantime, right. maybe we'll sneak up to Columbus. Yeah. 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 That'd be great. We'd love to have you. All right. Well, well thank, thank you so you. much for joining yeah. us today. This is such a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Anything both. you want to share with our audience about where they can find you or find out more about gravity? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, we can, you know, put links, but gravityproject.com. Um, brett-kaufman.com uh, can reach out Brett Kaufman on all the socials, but yeah, happy to, you know, connect with people and be helpful however we can. Thank you. Awesome. Yep. We will definitely link to that in the show notes. So it's easy for everyone to follow you. All Great. right. Well, thank you, Brett. And thank you to everyone that tuned in today. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Thank you guys. Love this episode of the biohacker babes podcast. Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional.